0: Come on, Shay, and welcome to Old Men on the Mountain. This is episode twenty. It's a big one, right? Yeah, well, the big two o. Uh, we are the podcast where young people tell stories that they may or may not someday, perhaps, tell their children. My name is Jim Hall. I'm here with Craig Massey. That's me, Craig Massey, and we are welcoming a very special guest, a fellow New Hampshireite. I believe that's the word, Dave Jetty! Hi. Thank you. Yay! We did. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Now, yeah. also Emerson. Yes, um, I was going to say,
1: <laughs> we don't have very
0: many guests that aren't connected to Emerson in any way, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll get a double attack, New Hampshire and Emerson. Right, we're not going outside your comfort zone at all.
1: Oh, no, please, no.
0: No, 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 never. And Dave is actually from a town, Nashua, which is very close to Wyndham or Windham, depending on what you want to say, that yeah. me and Craig grew up in. Mm-hmm. We drove through Nashua many times. I have played pool at Boston Billiards in Nashua. Yeah, probably went to the Denny's there. Probably.
1: I don't remember. I preferred the Denny's on 28 in Salem.
0: Yeah. That was most... Rather of... than the one in Trashua. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what we... <laughs> yeah, we used to refer to Nashua as Trashua. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Maybe because it was just a funny name to say. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure it's really trashy there. Uh, no, it is. I mean, okay. Right. There's certain parts. It's really, Denny's. downtown parts really nice. got that old shoe store and that statue. <laughs> yeah, there is, there's about a, a six-block stretch where you could... You mean, it could be like the set of a David Mamet movie or something, but it's it's not... Um, or Jumanji, or if yeah, you will. Yeah. Jumanji, yeah.
1: <laughs> They're actually <laughs> filming Keene, New Hampshire,
0: sorry. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, but it's... I, I mean, I owned that Denny's. I worked there. Oh. That. Yeah. Yeah. That was the 24-hour hangout. That was where I, you went. Mm. That was the same in, in Salem. We went to high school in Salem, and there was a Denny's on 28, and that's where you'd go. It was like drinking coffee till 3 in the morning, because... We're in high school and we're stupid. Mm-hmm. And if it was too busy at Denny's, go over to Bigfoot's. Yeah. Bigfords. I also Pancakes worked at and family fare. So you did. <laughs>
1: also did. at Bigfoot's. Wow. I worked at Bigfoot's on D.W. <laughs> Highway. You really honed. Did you also work at a Barnes & Noble coffee part of it? Uh, in Boston, I worked at a Barnes & Noble <laughs> oh! <Coffee>. oh! wow. <laughs> 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 Downtown Crossing. Right? Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, oh, do you know. You did. Uh, do you know uh, Tom McManamy? Do you ever know him?
0: Did he work at that Barnes & Noble?
1: Was it borders? It was Bons- borders. He oh, at. okay.
0: Also in downtown Crossing, though. That would have been cool if you knew him. He was a good guy. We haven't actually. I haven't talked to that dude. I don't even know. Yeah, just more.
1: an old old uh, old roommate. But neither you nor there at this point. Yeah, Trashua. That's a weird talking about.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: it was also rated the number one place to live in the country, which yeah, is I think nice. Ninety, you know, ninety
0: four up to ninety six or something like that. Yeah, it's a strange helplessness that comes over you when you live in a town for eighteen years. And then you hear that everyone else thinks it's the best place to live <laughs> in the world. You're like, really? And you're like, oh no, because there's obviously nothing in store for me outside of oh, this. Oh, oh yeah. And this is as good as it gets, it's, I'm screwed. Yeah. I mean that's and that's uh that brings me to <laughs> kind of where I wanna start. Uh, the 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 Denny's in on the on Route three in New Hampshire. Uh in you know the the life that that surrounded that uh, when I was a kid was, that was all there was. Like when you, when all the shops on Main Street closed and you weren't old enough to get into bars, right? Like that, you mm-hmm. had to. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's explicit. Okay. Yeah. I his mom might get mad. The parental advisory. I'm sorry. Mrs. Massie. Mrs. Massie. Yeah. Well, she'll she'll get over it. She called <laughs> to thank us for apologizing. Yes. <laughs> I apologize on a preview. I apologize. Podcast. I'm sorry if I slip up, but uh, that I mean that place was that was where everyone congregated. When I when I was a kid, I was um, sort of a freak. You know, I didn't I didn't uh, dress like everyone else. I dressed like a small group of people. I, I conformed to a very um, sort of morbid uh, heavy metal, like uh, you know, angsty teen. Jim knows what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Oh yeah. What, like a goth, like
1: a goth dungus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was more like a ducky from a uh, 16. Uh, oh, canvas, oh yeah, 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 But with, you know, like a Rage t shirt and uh, iChannel. Uh, I was a very awkward teen. Despite all your rage.
1: <laughs> in Nashua, <laughs> you were just
0: a rat in a cage. Yeah, exactly. The greatest cage in America. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, 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 the best cage in America to live. <laughs> I'm not sure what the cleanest. but... Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, on the occasions when we were kicked out of Denny's for not buying anything or for. You know, revealing ourselves uh, in the bathroom to one another, Uh, we would whoa, whoa. (laughs) like revealing your feelings or something like that. Uh, But we would go on drives. You know, drive. I mean, driving. Some the kids that had cars, they had the only real source, the only place where you could be really private. You could be away from um, your parents, but you're still indoors because, of course, it's freezing all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. oh, we know that. So you're, you know, driving around is about the only way to get away for certain kinds of things. But when you're driving in the car, then you are subject to a different type of authority. It's, you can get pulled over at any moment. And anyone that drives around Nashua and probably other places in New Hampshire knows that uh, there are way too many cops in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Because there's pretty much no crime. I mean, there's crime, but it's not... They're bored. I know the, the Wyndham cops were really bored. We have plenty of stories to tell about them harassing us for doing nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Loitering. Loitering, I guess, but... Laundering at an empty abandoned lot. It's kind of like, hey, there's some kids up there, what are they doing? I don't know, let's find out. Let's send three cars. But I mean, that's a different story. But whereas you walk through Hollywood and there are entire camps of people hanging out in front of empty lots. Oh, and yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh well, I'm glad they found a place to stay. And, yeah, yeah. You know, big lots. <laughs> <place to> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's when and when you you know when you drive around you kind of know that you're probably gonna get pulled over. I mean, we would actually get pulled over more often than not at a certain age and at certain times of the year. And I guess we would get pulled over more often in the summer than in the winter. But, I mean, you could just expect to. You're right. And I actually had a night where I was pulled over three times in the same night. Jesus. And was not arrested. Wow. Um, And it started at Denny's. (laughs) It was actually after a, a show. I was in Our Town. Uh, I played the lead, of course. Uh, obviously. Obviously. I live in Los Angeles. I must have been the <laughs> best He's an actor. Best. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we, we did our, we actually, we did our, our post show, cast show thing at uh, Shorty's. Oh, Mexican Shorty's Roadhouse? Mexican Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Which is right next to the Denny's. Um, but it was the same parking lot of the Nashua, Nashua Mall. Um, which is Pheasant important. Lane Mall? No, not the Pheasant Lane Mall. This oh. is the Nashville Mall at Exit Six. Wait, where it's was older. the Pheasant Lane Mall then? Is that I also on a... the DW Highway? Okay, right okay. on the Tingsboro border. Oh, and I mean that's that's place is big. That's a big yeah, place, yeah, yeah. a big food court. No sales tax, so everyone comes up from Massachusetts. But Man. Nashville Mall is where there was a Bradley's. <laughs> there was a men's warehouse. Was there a Zales? <laughs> uh, now I think there's actually there, there's like a Coles there now, and it's up near where the new high school is. And, Nashua North, in the men's warehouse. You're gonna like the way you look, I guarantee. At you. the Nashua Mall, <laughs> yeah, yeah X- sexy, <laughs> sexy. Stop in the shortest. <laughs> <laughs> the chimichangas are fantastic, <laughs> yeah. but uh, we started there, um, and obviously we—I don't think we were actually drinking uh, because we were kind of under supervision because you know the director of the play had come out. And she was an adult. We were maybe 16 or something, um, but we still like got crazy, you know. We still. High on, like, the high sugar content of the food. And, like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, just having walked off stage in, like, you know, a packed house. Um, Standing just, ovation. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I made my father cry. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, other I things did, going But on. Was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if I had this, t- this on tape, I'd be incredibly embarrassed about it. But at the time, I mean, that's the height of glory. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we walked off, and uh, there were just a handful of us that went out that night. Um, there was this kid... I wish I remembered all these people's names. but uh, I think his name was James. Uh, and he was from Oklahoma. He was a like, transfer student. He hadn't been in town for a long time. But he had a BMW, like this old Beamer that his dad had given him. And he was driving. Uh, and then there was this kid named Cliff, who was the boyfriend of the girl who was uh, played opposite me in the play. Oh, okay. And I was Ooh. absolutely getting with this girl the entire time. That's oh. like the whole purpose of theater. This guy was on the... He was a really cool kid, but I'd never met him before. He came up from whatever town you lived in. So, you know, you know oh. when you're a kid you have a boyfriend that lives in another town. Well, you, I mean, Jim, yeah, you know, well, like, a like my girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like my girlfriend who lived well, in
1: Alaska all throughout. Yeah, right? the like,
0: Yeah, I got a girlfriend, yeah, she's just in Tennessee. No, I mean, I see her once in a while. Yeah. Right. She's really cool. Well, yeah, this guy like her. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy actually did have a good-looking girlfriend in some other town. Uh, but she wasn't Actually, but how how just, far apart were they though? Like in, in towns wise. Like I mean, it was a drive, about... and I don't think either of them had cars, so I think that's far enough. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not talking like hundreds of miles or anything crazy. Like, no, yeah. and you know, and I feel bad about it. You know, when I tell stories of my youth, when I was you know, out of a asshole about women, <laughs> right. I I say with a heavy heart, I'm sorry, Mrs. Massey. Um, <laughs> she accepts your she apology. Accepts you. I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And I'm sorry to all the people I'm talking about in the story because it's a true story, and I'm obviously uh, yeah. gotta have respect. I do. Yo. I mean, this is all; these are all fond memories. I obviously hope to pass on. But um, anyway, you know, he was one of them. his name was Cliff, and there was James. I'm gonna call him James because I don't think that's actually his name. And then my one of my very good friends, one of my best friends, uh, Nick Engel, who actually lives in L.A. now. Uh, we've been close. Oh, a long I think time. I've met him. Yeah, the probably. name is familiar, but I can't put a face. But I'm sure I've met him. He's got yeah. a f- all completely shaved head now, and he's. He's oh yeah, I know exactly who that is. Okay, he's probably come to Immaculate Show. Yeah, 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 but he he was there too, um, and he's kind of one of my partners in mayhem from the from the day. But uh, we weren't actually driving his car; it was this kid James's car, and we we were just itching to do some crazy shit. Um, we were driving around the parking lot. One thing we used to do is hunt down uh, parking. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, shopping carts. We would sneak up on the shopping cart very slowly. Drive up and bump it over, and then speed off in the night, and then they'd come back around, and we would do it <laughs> and, all night and long and cackle maniacally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what you do when you live in the greatest town in America. Yes, <laughs> oh yeah. So we did a little bit of that, and then uh, I think Cliff and James stole a handicap parking sign, which of course is a that's a pretty good prize right out of the Shorty's parking lot. Like we were right there. They took it off the off the sign, and we put it in the back of James's car, and it was. Hilarious, and then we decided, oh, we got to get out of here. Um, we should go drive around, cause more mayhem. We drove around the, the movie the movie theater that's out there um, on exit six, where I saw a number of movies for the first mm-hmm. time. And we accidentally run around the back into this alley, and we're like, oh shit! And then the cop pulled up behind us in the alley, uh, and he turns on his lights, and we're like, oh crap! What are we gonna do? The cop comes up, and we're all sitting there giggling like idiots. And knocks on the window and rolled down the window. And uh, it's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, sorry, we made a wrong turn. We were trying to get on the highway, and we went around this alley. It's like, what are you guys doing tonight? Oh, we just had this cast party at, at Shorty's. Uh, okay, what, what's that knife doing there? And I'm dating, <laughs> this, guy, I'm dating this guy's girlfriend, and he doesn't Is know.
1: It? <laughs> he came <can't laughs> <even laughs> busy.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. I'm what smiling at him. <laughs> me. Oh, yeah, that's the emotional undercurrent. That actually doesn't play into the night after that. I, I guess I just informed that for a backstory, but... He doesn't end up punching me or anything. Sorry, uh, Sorry. I'll, I'll continue to inject okay. it into the story. <laughs> <laughs> but James has this knife, this giant hunting knife, in oh, like the console of his of his car. And the cop says, what, "What's that knife doing there?" And he goes, "I don't know. It's just there." <laughs> the cop was not impressed. He said, Can you pop your trunk, please? Which is, I think, against civil liberties. But he popped his trunk, and <laughs> we're all like, "What are you doing to live? <laughs> you the trunk?" This- freaking th- stolen roadside in the back of the trunk oh, what are we no. gonna do and he goes around and he goes back there and he gets on his radio and we're like oh we're screwed we're all gonna go to jail now parents are gonna be pissed off they're gonna have to bail us out and then he closes the trunk and he comes back around and he says all right boys go home and we're like uh okay sweet then we backed out of the alley and we drove up up on the highway and we felt like a million bucks and we're like did he not see it it was yeah, right. What there. was he looking at exactly here? <laughs> What was he trying to find in the trunk if you didn't see that? He's <laughs> looking for booze, right? And it's really maybe but that's uncharacteristic of New Hampshire cops. They 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 want to bust you. Oh yeah. Like they that that's what their job is, is to bust teenagers and to like help parent the, the village, I guess. I think that they at least they think that is. I mean mm-hmm. there's some crime, but for the most part I just seen them harassing teenagers. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's my experience. I was only a teenager in that I don't remember being I was never an adult. Yeah, I've never really been an adult too much in New Hampshire, too, except for visiting. You know, I've never had the, hey, I'm 27 driving up to Manchester for a night on the town. It doesn't really happen. You're not really an adult now, Jeff. I know, that's true. You're you're not a
1: girl, but you are not yet a woman.
0: (laughs) That's funny. That side story, I I, I never went into bars when I was in Nashville because I was a kid. Um, Now when I go back, you you know, my dad and my stepmom are out at, like, the bar at the Holiday Inn on the... Northwestern Boulevard or Northeastern Boulevard? Okay. A uh, Nashua. And, like, I'll go into this bar. And, like, there's my dad and my stepmom and my uh, stepbrother BJ and his uh, soon-to-be-wife. Uh, and, and your cousin Chooch. And and old guys come up to me and go, David, Jenny, look at you. I don't remember when you were this big. And it's, like, some toothless old man <laughs> obviously <laughs> never leaves this bar. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Like, there was a whole... Culture that I've missed the whole time.
1: Wow, how would you say that like in the old man New Hampshire accent? What would that be? Like, like I don't know if I can even do it anymore. Like, Dad, Jetty,
0: I knew you when you were little. Yeah. Every time I try to do it, it turns into a Maine accent. Yeah, I don't know it's if I can like, do it. Oh, the strawberries are fresh this That's not <laughs> really what anybody <laughs> sounded like. Yeah. I, yeah, I try not to do the New England accent unless I'm saying something that's like already written. If I try to say something, I always end up messing it up. Like, trying to. Talk with the accent all the time. Yeah, I never really had the accent too much. You yeah. don't have it unless you lost it, but I don't no, I never had it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I a lot of people from Southern New Hampshire never really had it. Mm-hmm. Although I did have friends that we grew up with that did. Except yeah, so, like, a it's little a bit weird. in me.
1: But like if a family's visiting or if I'm visiting, you
0: know, uh, back east, but I don't you know. Little things. Yeah, you know when your brother came to visit, you kept referring to your room as a rum. I noticed that I'm a lot. A really? Yeah, you said it a bunch of times. You're like, oh just go into the other room. That's <laughs> exactly how you would say it. And it. It was really bizarre. So when we pulled away from the cops... Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Right? Handicap sign.
1: Totally handicap sign it. in the
0: back. We're driving through the streets, and we are living large. And we come up behind uh, some big pickup truck, it's like a white pickup truck, and we can hear music playing, right? So we pull up alongside it at a red light, and there are like three girls in the cab of this pickup truck. And, you know, we're feeling Randy, so we're, you know, like you know, yelling out to them and, you know, saying pull over and all this stuff. We were, and the, we weren't harassing them. We were being right. nice. But Well, they were trying to tell you that they were being kidnapped and yeah. they were just goofing <laughs> off. Possibly. <laughs> uh, you know, so then we like beat them off the line and then we get in front of them and slow down. We were kind of like tormenting them a little bit. It was just fun. Drive right. around, like, uh, I guess Love American style. I don't know. Um, and then yeah, eventually we, uh, we like get away from them. We like, we drive away and we're driving through back streets like, uh. I think we're trying to find someone who can hook us up with something. Um, driving around the back streets and the, the tree streets in Ashford, New Hampshire,
1: and, and want to get some wine punch or something. Yeah, yeah. You know. Store twenty four was closed. Cumberland Farms wasn't open. <laughs> exactly. Christie's. Oh yeah, man, that, that closes at like nine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're driving around back streets, and then we see this pickup truck come up behind us, really ominously, like slowly on a big street. You know, we're at a red light, and they're coming up slow, and their lights are that like what's going on and then they they come up right behind us and they flick their lights off and they start gunning it at our back bumper and we're like, what are we gonna do so we speed off the line and we're like driving away from them really fast and right. they're like right on our ass and we're like what the hell is going on <laughs> like maybe they weren't a bunch of girls in that car maybe like maybe we were wrong yeah it was hard to tell because the windows were up because it was freezing yeah, yeah, yeah. and so we're driving like all around these like big streets in Nashville, like the long ones, the big windy ones, and they're following us the whole way. And we're like getting scared at this point. We're thrilled, but there's four of us in this tiny car and this big pickup truck's right on our mm. ass. So they
1: drove th- so far, they nearly got to Merrimack.
0: See, I think we all know. <laughs> exactly. Would have been nice. Could have been. <laughs> so yeah, but we we lost them eventually, and we're driving through the streets. We're like, man, what are we going to do about this? Um, and we come on some back street, and we're like... You know, trying to sneak back, we're gonna get back to uh, back to Shorty's where we can drop everyone off, and we are dr- accidentally drive into this dead end. There are a lot of cul-de-sacs in yeah. Joshua. We drive to this dead end, and we're like, "Oh no!" And then we look back, like two blocks back, there's the pickup truck, <laughs> and their lights are off, and they turn the lights on again, <laughs> and they start coming at us, and we're like, "Holy, Holy shit!" We're in a dead <laughs> end. <laughs> it's a so mystery. James throws the car into reverse and reverses right at them. So we're at the dead end, and they're coming out like that. I'm making hand gestures right now. Right, but, right. Uh, <laughs> we back up to the mouth of the next street, and he spins the car out and drives straight, just as they go right. Wow! The house. Like it looked like they were going to completely destroy us. And we're like, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> they try so, to kill you. is so, like, <laughs> Duel or Die Hard? It was. It was like man, Live Free or max Die max Hard. Exactly. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And then we well, we decide we got to go into a public place. We got to like see if we yeah. get the cops to help us or something. So we drive to the parking lot of Seminole Plaza which is an even older strip mall right in the center yeah. of Nashua. Uh, and we hide for a little while. And, and the, the D'Angelo's movie. up in that, you know. Yeah. Oh Yeah, they're, well, yeah they're, well, right near there, there, yeah. Oh, man, I, I know your life. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a girlfriend worked at that CVS. <laughs> nice. Well, we just get into CVS. Oh, <laughs> Sandy. I remember her. <laughs> yeah. <What>? Lovely girl. <laughs> well, Could I have you? a funny story to tell you. <laughs> 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 About some girl at CVS. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Oh, man. We hide in Seminole Plaza. They follow us there. We go around to the library, which is right near there, and they're still following us. And we try to get away from them. We make this illegal turn. We do this, like, it's like a no left area, and we just spin around. And then right as we come out on the main street, the lights come on behind us. And we're like, oh, no! They pull us over for the illegal turn. And we talked our way out. But We were like, listen, there's this truck following us, and they didn't believe us at all. (laughs) What's Um, that knife? (laughs) That's the next (laughs) question. Yeah, Yeah. and this is still in, like, a dark area. It's not, like, in the... But it's like in a dark area right near Pearl Street, and um, that's one thing the listeners that aren't from an area like New Hampshire need to realize. Mm-hmm. A lot of the streets there's no street lights. It's just windy roads and it's dark. Like there's no, you know what I mean. Like people are amazed by that. It's like it's not this ambient light constantly happening. It's, it's just <laughs> darkness in New Hampshire. Yeah.
1: You actually do use your high beams other than just to signal that you're. Yeah, mad you at need them because the see, like, it's like actual it's too
0: dark part of the car that you would use. Mm-hmm. The cop actually let us go again, and I think it's because. James had this, um, this like get out the, of jail al- free. Well, he had this Oklahoma lilt, you know. He didn't. Right, he right. was obviously not from around here, you know. And, oh, and I think that helps when you do traffic mistakes. Yeah, it's like oh shit, yeah. <laughs> didn't realize, sir. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's Oklahoma, but I don't know. Yeah, well yeah. that's okay. I'm gonna have to try and do. It. No, okay. it's all fuck. Shoot, officer,
1: listen. It was a giant truck, no lights, bearing down. And then, yeah, it bearing down like a banshee out of a goddamn cornfield, mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, yeah, so no, we, I know Oklahoma. so...
0: <laughs> Look it up, Google it, That's <laughs> yeah, what it Google like. that shit, Google voice it. That's a real thing. So the cop lets us go on Pearl Street, right? We take a left on the Main Street. We're like, okay, we're done now. We get about a, half a mile down the street to Lake Street, and. A whole bunch of cops come up and pull us over in the Shell station right there. There was one in the Seminole Plaza, there was one on Lake Street, and then another one pulled up after us.
1: Two snipers on the roof. It was yeah.
0: incredible. We got pulled over by two cop cars instantly, and then another third pulled up right away. What the hell? And they pulled James out of the car, and they were like, we got this call from these girls. They said you, they were, follow, you were following them, and that you were harassing them, What? <laughs> and we had your like car on, you know, you've been pulled over twice already tonight. And he's like, listen, we don't know what you're talking about. They were chasing us. And we tried to get away from them. Um, and, uh, and then they look down at the car. And now finally we're in a gas station. So there's a light. And he looks down at the, at the bumper. And there's a bad cop no donut sticker on the car. And they're all looking at him. He's like, I don't know where that came from. And he like, starts picking it off. And they let him go. And they let us wow. go. Wow. You're really lucky. Because at that point, They'd have enough, like, bullshit to at least bring you in. Yeah. you be like, oh, this is the third time, something's going on, and, like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think the only reason we weren't is because there was not a trace. We didn't have any alcohol, no drugs or anything like that. We were just kids out having a good time. And I right. think it And that's why, you know, I think kids like to do drugs because they want to live on the edge and stuff like that. They, they almost don't have to. They're already crazy enough. People will do nuts things when they're that age. Aerosmith had that song, I'm living on the edge, and they're from
1: Sunapee, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Otto's Laconia. Oh, at the That's the Ma- same thing. It's up
0: there. Yeah, whatever. There's really only three towns in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it was Wyndham, Nashua, Sunapee, Sunapee, and Laconia. Laconia Manch Vegas. In Manch Vegas. Yep. Oh, and Concord. Don't forget about Concord. I was thinking they should call it Man Diego instead of Manch Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's the Queen City. It Man Diego. City. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, shit. Well, let's take a quick little break then. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stories Fucking here. Fucking New Hampshire. Oops,
1: sorry, Mrs. Massey. Sorry, Mrs. Massey. Jim, Jim's one deep into a Stella Artois, so I do have to
0: apologize. <laughs> that's the beard. That's yeah. the beard talking. Yeah, I'm about, I'm about ten, twelve, some way into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll get her done. We'll be back.
1: tell stories here on this show slash podcast, and this one is obviously no different, and I'm looking forward to hearing Jim's story, which starts
0: right now. Oh, thank you, Craig. That was a very nice introduction. Um, This is a tale of woe, and it's a story that you know very well. It it impacted your life in in a lot of ways. Um, It all starts off on a wintry night in New Hampshire. I'm trying to think what year this was. This must have been... 1904. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I think this was 1998. Oh, I was way off. Um, It was basically a, a month before my 18th birthday. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to do this math. I was born in 81. So that would be... Oh, I guess it would be 1999. No, but I'm assuming you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah, it was 99. It was 99, yeah. So anyway, I, I went... I was going to a metal show to see this band called Grief. I don't know if you ever heard of them. And I don't think so, but they weren't on the OzFest, were they? No, 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 they were much lower than that. Oh, they kind of got a little bigger over time. But at this point, they were... They were like this just trashiest band. Like, they're like... You know, we used to think like, all the guys are all old guys, but they were probably like 28 or something at the time. But, you know... <laughs> they were no coal chamber. No, 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 They were not... They were, <laughs> they were no orgy. <laughs> they didn't. So... Um, but I was going there with Matt Drugan, a guy that got me into a lot of metal shows. He's a pretty metal name. Like Drugen. Yeah, man, that's Dragon Nordic or something. Yeah, it's pretty badass. He got me into a lot of these awesome hardcore bands that Craig has made fun of me in the past, like Cave In and Converge and Isis. and
1: Colossus.
0: Yeah, a lot of Isis and all the names. <laughs> I, I would have liked to hear them. I don't John, know. John Mellencamp. <laughs> yeah, Cougar. Um... <laughs> So anyway, we all met at Matt's house, and we all carpooled together. I didn't drive to the show. I, I'm trying to remember where it was. I think it was in northern New Hampshire. What the hell was the place called? Did you, you used to have to have your mom drive you to metal shows? Because I definitely did. Um, My mom had to drop me off at OzFest 98, and uh, it was an awesome show, but uh, you know, she had to pick me up right after. I think that, I went so. to OzFest 98 with Jim. Was it? It was with Tool and Megadeth. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was there. Yeah, and Craig was there It was yeah. Awesome. Tool my dad actually went to that. He actually wanted to go. I mean, I don't know if that makes it more or less cool that my dad was there, but uh, he liked Megadeth. Like cool. he legitimately liked Megadeth. I so, didn't go to the one with you and your dad. Oh, maybe that one. Maybe my dad dropped. Oh, I thought he was there because he. Huh. Now I'm getting confused. I know Rikov went to one of them with me too because he had. I remember him having a cast the whole time. It was weird. Oh yeah, It's good in a mosh exactly. pit, dude. That's useful. It was his leg. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> so it, was, it was not useful. <laughs> um, so he stayed out of the mosh park. Yeah, we were kind of well. We saw it at like the Tweeter Center or whatever the hell it's called now, or like we were way back and it's like in the Great Woods on the Great Woods. Yeah, Great Woods. Great yeah, Woods, yeah. Great Woods. that's what it was. I saw Mary, uh, Peter Paul and Mary the Great Woods when I was like six years old. We <laughs> saw Bob Dylan and Paul Simon there. One mm-hmm. time. That was I great. Saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah. great
1: fun venue.
0: Yeah, that was, those those are fun times. But anyway, this is a metal show at a shitty venue. I, I can't remember. It's escaping me what it's called. There it was, it, it was a bunch of those random little places, though, that were like these sort of all-ages kind of places you could see crazy metal shows, like the Sad Cafe in Plastow. It, this wasn't not where we went. That place sucked, but... <laughs> it was called the Safe and Sound. That was the name of the place. It was I, I forget where it was now. It doesn't matter. Anyway, we went to the show. It was fun. Their band's like kind of... They're kind of boring. They're one of those bands that's like super slow, which I don't really like. I like the kind of melodic, fast frantic stuff. Were they, like, typo? Yeah, well, even slower. It was just yeah. kind of like, like the they were sort of known, like, like this is like a song would be like, dun, 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 bum, bum, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and the songs would like go on for and like 10 minutes. It's like a Wagner opera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that? No, it was, it was like a Oh, kind of oh yes. Oh, yeah. uh, Anyway. It was a fine show, whatever. I was kind of bored. It was just like, yeah, it was cool, I guess. Part of the reason we win is because our friend Chuck ended up becoming the drummer of this band. And at the time, that was like huge for us. That would be the equivalent of someone being like, my friend just got cast in this Broadway show. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Like, for us, like, you're playing in grief? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, so it was exciting for that. Although sad, though, because for a long time, Chuck was straight edge. And then when he joined the band, he quickly got into drinking a lot yeah and doing drugs and stuff and like it wasn't it wasn't pretty it kind of like went down the hill for a while well, and i wasn't like a straight edge kid but i did really barely drink like it was kind of like but i didn't label well myself that way it's yeah. hard to drink in new hampshire that i mean it's all these liquor stores are run by the state yeah and they're off the highway which is weird yeah you have to drive there yeah and yeah i had a hard time getting booze i didn't know stop anybody on the highway <laughs> and yeah. buy liquor yeah you have to get off the highway It sucks <laughs> Well, it's just, I, I mean, I didn't have a good <laughs> experience worry, finding booze. My parents were happy to know. It was very difficult for me to get it. So I didn't really try after mm-hmm. a while. I was just kind of like, I didn't really care, honestly. No. But um, it's kind of a good thing, as this story goes. So anyway, I get home. I get back to Matt Drugan's house. It's, it is freezing. I think it's, this is like, this is a week before my birthday. So it, this is in February. It is like, probably like 10 degrees outside. Like ridiculously mm-hmm. cold. The worst time to be in New England. Yeah, especially at 2 in the morning. Uh. You know what I mean? Like, so, in pitch black, as we've already discussed. <laughs> so, there's ice on my windshield. So, I am trying my damnedest to scrape this ice off. But there's just these tiny little crystals that I could not get off. It was, like, so cold. they would, you know, It was, like, kind of freckling the, the glass. So, eventually, I was, like, freezing. I got in the car, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go. Like, I, I can see. It's fine. What I noticed was on... He lived off this more major street, also called Lake Street, oddly enough, They were um, every weird. time I weird. got, there's it. two streets called Lake Street, so I know, so <laughs> close together. but uh every time I, I went underneath a street light on this street, it would the light would reflect off these little ice crystals and make it basically impossible to see <laughs> on <out> my windshield. <laughs> but I noticed that I could see the yellow lines on the road. so I was driving really slow. I was driving like 15 miles an hour being like, "Oh shit, oh shit." have the defroster's blasting and like, trying to get the window hot enough so every time i got to a light i just looked down and see the yellow lines like okay i'm fine i'm fine there's nobody coming like i could see you know obviously if a cars coming it'd be lights ahead of me and stuff i like, i'll be cool i'll be cool so anyway i'm driving along driving along everything's going good until i follow the yellow lines directly across a intersection into a tree at the other side of the road stupid <laughs> airbag pops out <laughs> Mind you, I was blasting "Ride the Lightning" with Metallica at this point. Yes, that was, uh, that was and it was still playing as the as the engine stopped after crashing into the tree. the The music was still playing with <laughs> the airbag popped out, and I'm just like, "Oh, oh!" Like I didn't know what to do. Like I was started panicking, and this is this is pre cell phones. This is not you know. Like, I didn't really know what to do, so I get out. I get out of the car, and I'm looking at it like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And like you know, I had half of my mind thinking, "Granted, this is my mom's car." It was really nice. It was a uh, Pontiac Bonneville turbocharged engine. <laughs> that was a nice car. Leather seats. Everyone loved those cars. That was a
1: good piece of machine. And
0: high tech for the time, I think it was a '98 Bonneville. It had power little, windows. Oh yeah, you could change the CD volume and track using thumbs on the on the steering wheel, oh. which at the time was pretty badass. <laughs> like that, I had never seen that before. It's like a spaceship. It had it had a heads up display. This is like a spaceship on the windshield. It projected. I don't wanna say a hologram, but like a digital readout of your speed that you could so you could see flick through the windshields, so like you'd have to look down the gauges. It was like really cool car. Dual exhaust, everything. Smash it into a tree. And I'm thinking <laughs> like I I had half that mind of like how can I fix this? Like, 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 there's got to be a way to the Zach back. Morris moment where you're <laughs> yeah, like, maybe we can <laughs> fix the Elvis statue before your mom gets home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just get a couple of ball-peen hammers and we'll, we'll hammer <laughs> out. out that, just, th- just bang it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll just bang it <laughs> out. I can push it out of this tree.
1: Uh, yeah, j- just get a, a toilet plunger and just yeah, yeah. Get, those, get that
0: dent out. Get some tweezers and some dental floss. and Anyway so obviously that's not I realized probably within 30 seconds like oh I'm fucked like I, this is bad this is the, really the bad the airbag popping didn't yeah uh, yeah well yeah. Yeah. but it took me a second I was in shock at this point like I couldn't even believe it had happened it was like the scene in White Hart American Summer when he's driving the van <laughs> and it's like I forget even though we ain't got money I'm so oh fuck and, like, it was like that kind of crash though like it came like, I was literally driving like oh shoot a tree that hit it like it just like it happened like that fast so um Anyway, I, I get out of the car, I'm like, I'm like starting to, I don't think I'm crying, but I think I'm teary-eyed a little bit, like, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> this car drives by, pulls over, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, they, like, I have a cell phone, I'm calling the police. So oh, like, I'm was like i like, okay, good, thank you. And then they actually, the, the person pulled over and I used the phone and called my parents too, who were... Really pissed to be getting woken up at two in the morning, or whatever. And doubly pissed. Like, I think I totaled your. I got into an accident. You okay? It's like yeah. How's the car? It's like I think it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's like it's Did not. You gonna, say it? I don't know. I hope. I hope I didn't. <laughs> I was thinking like I don't know, but I wasn't thinking totaled. I was thinking like, oh, it's just bad. But the hood was like crumpled. I mean, it was like. I mean, the engine turned off because I kinda, I mean, it was bad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, cop shows up. And he's like, you've been drinking tonight? I'm like, actually, no, no, sir. And I'm like, thank God I hadn't been. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, how fast are you going? I'm like, honestly, not very fast. Like, I tried to tell him the whole story I told you about the, the, ice, the ice on the windshield. And I was like, I was probably only going like 15 or 20 miles an hour. because I didn't really know my way around this neighborhood. And he's like, if you don't know your way around the neighborhood, why were you going so fast? And it's like, well, I wasn't. like I told you. He's like, the damage on this car. You must have been going at least 50 miles an hour to do that and it's like uh and i was no. like oh uh, a head-on with a, with well, a tree that would have been they, the i know yeah. no i know I that the but i was like oh well i don't know and then you know minutes later my parents show up and he tells them the same story he's like see the skid marks on the road here see the damage he must have been going at least 50 miles an hour so my dad is that point is rip shit at me he's like are you kidding me like are you an idiot so like they're all super pissed at me you know like they Whatever, I don't, the cop, oddly enough, doesn't write me up for, like, any sort of ticket or traffic violation, which I thought usually happens with those sort of things, but, because he couldn't prove that I was going as fast as he said I was, I yeah, guess. So he has to file a report. But There was a report, but I didn't get in trouble with the law, you know what I mean? Like, I was in trouble with my parents, but, yeah. So, anyway. Hey, that's John's law. <laughs> yeah, that's John's law. So, anyway, it was one of those, like, car ride home, and, like, yeah, the other means, like, I don't even want to hear it. It was, like, one of those sort of things, like, just be quiet. It's like, oh, God, it's like, probably the most trouble I've ever been in in my life at this point. Which is actually pretty good. It was almost eighteen. That's not so bad. It's not so bad, but I, I was terrified. I was and I was scared about the car. And we, we find out the next day that like totally the car is totaled. I mean, it is not not worth fixing. Totally ruined. And I'm like and my parents are all super upset with me because I was driving so fast, quote unquote. They didn't believe of me. that ballistics expert yeah. on the scene. Thank you yeah. very much. So I call my best friend Dana, who's been mentioned many times in this podcast, the engineering guy. I'm Rocket talented.
1: scientist. Yeah, he
0: literally is. He works for. Uh, he got offered a job at JPL, but he's actually working somewhere else right now, which is that's JPLix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. JPLix. I love that word. <laughs> um, so I, I'm telling him about it. I'm all upset. I'm like, what am I going to do, man? My birthday's in a week. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> and he's he, so like, he's like, wait a second. The guy said there were, you know, the skid marks you left, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. You didn't hit I, the brakes, though, right? Well, I did. I jammed him at like the last second, but he's like. He loved this car, but mind you, and he was like, he was almost more upset the car was gone than me being in trouble. But he's like, that car had anti-lock brakes; it wouldn't leave skid marks. I was like, huh? Oh my god! It's a, right. it's a my cousin Vinny moment. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And that, I had seen the lines in the street too. But so I, I told my parents this, and they're like, well, let's go see. Let's go check it out. We drove there that afternoon. Sure enough, not a, not a single fucking skid mark on the road. What we saw was like ice or water on the road. I think it was like ice. On the road, that like the t- the warm tires had yeah. made lines, and it just melted yeah. it. That's what we had seen. It wasn't skid marks, but I was like delirious. I was like panicking. This, I couldn't couldn't think this straight My parents were seeing red. They didn't. The, think you had about skid that at marks elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They weren't on the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, they saw that, and they were still pissed at me. But they immediately were like, "Okay, it was still stupid that you didn't pull over and let the window defrost." And I'm like, "I admit that was stupid, but." We now believe you, that you were going really slow. And and honestly, yeah, kind of what you said, like you probably would have killed yourself if you hit that tree. Going 50 feet. It, was like, it was like a big, the tree was like a foot across. Head it. on, dude? A big tree. like it was Just a sudden stop like that? I yeah. mean, you can, like yeah, your yeah. guts will spill out. You know? yeah, it's yeah, awful. It would be terrible. So, so, your parents gave you your very own car! Yeah, well, no, what happened was, <laughs> they had bought me, previous to this, we had bought this little Honda CRX, that I was gonna drive, but at the time I still didn't really know how to drive standard very good, so I was driving my mom's car instead. And like they felt better because I was like, you know, driving tonight, Like, well, I'll just take this car; it's fine. So as a result, they sold the CRX because I couldn't have that anymore, and then did not let me drive for a solid probably three or four months. Like, just took the oh, keys I away. I remember that. That's why it impacted your right. Yeah, you, you carted my ass around a lot after that. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't drive. I wasn't allowed to. And then you know, but maybe that even hurt my. My confidence driving a little bit because I kind of wasn't, I didn't get to practice anymore. I was kind of like, I didn't get to prove to myself that okay. I, oh, I and am a bad you, driver. But to, to this yeah, day, you yeah. still drives like an old woman, a scared old woman. It is in the back of my mind though. Like every time, like I'm going, like just like knowing, like wow, I know what can happen. But anyway, that sucked. Everything turned out okay. My mom ended up buying a '99 Camry with the insurance money. And actually, I have that car to this day. I mean, maybe that's the continued punishment. Oh, no, no I appreciate them giving You're me that punishment. car. No, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, no. It's an incredibly reliable I'm car. I'm kidding. It's a very reliable car. I still have it. My parents gave it to me when I came to L.A. But actually, it worked out good for my mom because when we were talking about, I don't know, if did you drive out here too? No, I flew. I bought my car out here for oh, okay. when I was dating. Oh, that was smart. 750 bucks. Oh, yeah. 2000 Mitsubishi Palant. That's great. Steal mm-hmm. of the century. That's yeah.
1: great, yeah. 750 bucks and
0: three Orgas. <laughs> well, well uh, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't put a price on <laughs> it. Yeah, you, can. <laughs> but, yeah oh, we, you can't. Oh, you <laughs> can't? We had decided I was going to drive out here. And actually, Craig was too, and a couple other friends were. And um, they were like, well... We don't really want you to get a used car because we're not sure about that holding up going across the country, but we really don't want to buy a new car for you because that's like, what the hell? I mean, they weren't mad about the accident anymore. This just like six years later, but, yeah. the, one, but one, they, the, you wouldn't want to
1: get in an accident on the road out here, Jim. No, that would be bad. That would be bad. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, It'd Be really bad. That would be terrible. But they said, <laughs> yeah. so like, we don't want you to have a new car. So what are we going to do? And then my mom got the great idea. It's like, wait a second we could give you this car, then I can get a new car. Yeah. And it was like, my dad was like, yeah, we'll sign up. And then it's like, oh, it's genius. But the thing is, it is a nice car. The only reason I don't like it is I just didn't pick it up. You know, it's like, it's, it's totally a mom car. It's like this beige 99 Camry. You know, it's like, it's not, it drives fine. Treated me well. I'm going to run it into the ground before I buy a car at this point. Then like, I'm going to buy an awesome no, car. Or until you run into a tree.
1: Yeah, I'm going to run into a, a
0: palm tree. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Yeah. And this LA. time, he's
1: going to be drunk. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be going like 60. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Knock <Drunk> on wood.
1: <laughs> so Wait, that means it's going to... Oh, <laughs> no. No, this is Ikea wood. Well, it doesn't count. <laughs> That's
0: not real. So oh. anyway, yeah, that, that sucked. But... That's the only time I ever totaled the car, and hopefully the only time I ever will total the car. Mm-hmm. It was just not fun. I don't recommend it, but I'm okay. And honestly, the ironic thing was, the only injury I sustained was from the airbag, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't major. But I put my hands up, like you know, it could block my face. Yeah. And the airbag popped, and it left like a big bruise on the, he- on the heel of my hand. It was out in front, it's like. That was what got hurt, and it, it pushed your hardcore emo <laughs> glasses into your face. Oh, I, I wish I had glasses then. I didn't need to wear them yet. No. Oh. Uh, apparently, you did. Yeah, apparently yeah, I yeah. did. <laughs> I didn't Hey-o. see that tree across the street. <laughs> that damned tree. Uh, it still haunts me though, because it still feels like man, it's like I'd done like one different thing. I never would. That never would have happened. Yeah. I might even be driving that Bonneville right now. Yeah, you could have that. You sl- know, that, that could have, have been my slide. car right the, now. Like, it's what I like to call a real sliding doors moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry away my life a little bit more while we take a, a quick break, but we'll come back. It's and- going to be weird. God. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, welcome back. We it's, were just talking some real serious shit here. Yeah, we were here. talking about the news, Conan O'Brien, Jon Stewart, podcasts, the internet. I'm sorry,
1: we didn't record it. It was all really smart, wonderful stuff. Hard-hitting
0: facts. Brilliant. Yeah. Pretty real brilliance.
1: It was for real. Do you want to reiterate or just move on? I think it, it, it would say it, it wouldn't be real. Okay, we're all about being real here. Yes, so, I want to be
0: real. <laughs> you're very real. Can we get real? Let's get real. This is this dream, Chris. Yeah.
1: Hey, three guys in a house talking into some mics on a podcast. Podcast. Old Men on the mountain. The podcast.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what did we learn today? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. Well, if you, in the odd, on the on the occasion when you don't drink, it's okay to get pulled over. Right. I had four instances here of police contact where. There were no drugs and drinking involved, and we got off the hook. And you had a big knife. Yeah. And you had a bumper sticker. What did it say? Like, cops equals donuts? A bad, bad cop. Yeah. You know, we had committed crimes that evening also, but I think it was all okay.
1: And we had that handicap sign, and that was, you know, poor taste. I'm still not sure why he let you go with that.
0: I'm still, that's a mystery to me. And the the trunk was never opened on the subsequent, uh, you know, contacts. And I think that that's, I think that that would have spelled our doom, but. Mm -hmm. Right. They didn't they didn't have any need yeah, to Why surface. are you guys driving so crazy? Oh, you stole Oh! you know then
1: <laughs> I also learned as
0: a part of that, a part of the story I forgot to mention that a BMW can actually get air on the right kind of New Hampshire road because Ooh. we uh, found a nice little ramp. Oh yeah, this is what you were telling us before. Yeah, off mic, of course. Off mic. Yeah, I was telling them how during that night we found a way to jump the BMW. It was almost some. Which is that ideal. Point. Which is something that <laughs> your yeah. kids should be doing. Absolutely. Please <laughs> yeah. try this at home, kids. That- <laughs> yeah.
1: It's yeah. thrilling. Don't try this. Yeah, no, don't try this <laughs> yeah. Don't
0: drive this. Not in the Bonneville. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and not, yeah. not, yeah. not at only, your own house. If so. only I'd
1: gotten more air, maybe I could have gone over the tree <laughs> and not into it. Not those New Hampshire, New <laughs> England pines.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a tall. That's an oak. There.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's a tough tree
0: to swallow. <laughs> all right.
1: I love the birch I trees do, I do
0: enjoy a birch. Tree. I refer yeah. to them as the paper tree. And I used to peel the white stuff yeah. off it. I don't know if that kills the tree. It or not. absolutely is awful for <laughs> yeah.
1: that's,
0: that's their skin. <laughs> like <laughs> someone has like yeah, like a cut in their skin. Like oh,
1: you're yeah, you're Let's tear off this scab there. <laughs> but it looks so bad. It like it's wound. all
0: rolling up. They're like oh, paper. <laughs> oh, exactly. When I was a kid, we had a birch tree in our backyard, and I used to pull them off and draw treasure maps on the inside. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then I get yelled at because <laughs> <laughs> gonna get, the insects are going to get in there. What are you did to do? And, and but Anna also, guy was like, I went all over town trying to find <laughs> this treasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so authentic did you guys ever some Algonquin treasure <laughs> god damn it what some... i <laughs> some sort of revolutionary war doubloon sort of thing turns out it wasn't just some sort of damned dirty kids they didn't even bury anything they nothing there did you guys ever do the bullshit as kids where, like, you're trying to have fun out in the woods and you're just taking dead branches and just hitting them across trees? Did you ever do that? <laughs> yes. Why did we all do that? I don't know if you I did dead branches against <laughs> You'd pick up branches that were kind of brittle and like, ah, they hit nice trees and they'd smash in a million pieces. It was the height of fun.
1: Oh, I feel like that, that's something, I guess, I don't, that's something not something I remembered. I feel like I would be compelled to a dead tree branch to hit it and then it would just eventually go into nothing,
0: but. Well, I have distinct memories of me and Dave Porrier running around right. in the woods. Ooh, excuse me. Just getting over a cold. Um, running around in the woods, just smashing branches. Anyway, I learned <laughs> that I was an idiot when I was a kid. It <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> Honestly, it seems a little crazy.
1: Picture this. This was me in the woods as a kid. Had my tackle box. Had my fishing pole over my shoulder, walking with a cute pair of uh, jean overalls or whatever. Fun little t-shirt, like a sideways cap, and are <laughs> going... I wasn't hitting those tree branches for no reason, Jim. Well, you were still, some bullshit. You were still digging up worms, night crawlers. Yeah, I was. Of course, I didn't know, I couldn't go down to Eric's <clears throat> Pond store to go <laughs> get it. You know, I didn't want to have the money for it. I just save money for my Marvel cards. That is one thing that's amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the classic collection. What was it? The 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 Marvel. Glossing, oh, the Marvel ma- Masterpiece. The masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, they're all painted. I was a Magic: The Gathering. Oh. oh, we did have we had a previous
1: guest, uh, Mr. Um, yeah, Mike Price. Yeah, Mike Price was in Magic. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, you should listen to that one. It's, it's crazy story, what yeah. he does. It's, I'll see it's, if he has any decks. Right? <laughs> I know he lost it. He just <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's a yeah. The story is not about magic, but it's it involves magic. Yeah, it's and it's good. magical. Oh, it's, oh, it Thank you, Mike. show, <laughs> that's good. I believe it's called A Lake and a Snake is the name of the episode. I forget mm-hmm. which number. Maybe 16, but I'm making this up. Oh. No, yeah, I couldn't have been there. Maybe 12. I don't know. I, I don't remember. It doesn't matter.
1: And this is another lesson that obviously Jim and I knew and Dave, but it's new to you guys. I just want to remind the listener that there are ghost cars in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm.
0: Ghost yep. trucks, specifically. We had a ghost train in the backyard. We always, every once in a while, you'd hear this whistle. We never were sure what it come, came from. Must be a ghost train. Must be. Oh, I even asked my dad, because he's, like, the most skeptical guy in the world. I'm like, what is that? Oh, the ghost train. And he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. I'm like, well, where, where is there a track around here? And he's like, oh, it's over by Lowell Road. We went over there. It's like, this track isn't, like, used anymore. And he's like, huh. And then we never really had an answer for it. It's like, how are we hearing this whistle? I mean, maybe from Salem? but Jim, That's so Jim, far away. Jim and his
1: dad aren't the sharpest tools in the shed. It's <laughs> the sound that they my heard. My dad is very smart. The sound that Jim and
0: John Hall heard... Was a train bird. <laughs> oh. One time, me and my dad literally saw a rainbow touch down on our backyard. I swear to God. And he's like, we saw, we also, saw we were it really hot. No. <laughs> also, we were leprechauns. <laughs> well, no, the funny thing was, I, I was looking at him like, wow, that's really weird. It was just whatever the optical illusion worked out. It looked like it was hitting the grass. And we're like, were wow, you that's. spraying the hose in the no, air. No, no, no. We were sitting inside. It was after a rainstorm. And I looked at him like, wow, that's weird. And he actually's like, you know, this is crazy. Part of me wants to, you know, dig a hole there, but I know what's there. It's the septic <laughs> tank. <laughs> so it's like, we're not going to find anything. Yeah, that's no pot of gold. you, yeah, yeah, really. no, yeah, that is not gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is... No, that, that's, a, that's a tank of shit. Well, that's kind of how logically it was. It's like, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, this is incredible. We should dig and look for treasure, even though I know it's insane, but I also know exactly what's there. An old <laughs> man shows up with a <laughs> with a birch bark map saying, we need <laughs> <all> <laughs> <the> <laughs> <set."> <laughs> No, sir, this is our septic tank. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, dig!
1: Boy! They call it um, Vermont gold. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought that, I, thought, I thought that was called a little bit of green, if you know what I mean. Vermont gold. Some
0: nuggets of Vermont <laughs> yeah, yeah. gold.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. All
1: right. Um, um, well. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And I learned that you should always uh, thoroughly scrape the ice off your windshield. Yeah, but that, w- that's really wait all for your
1: engine to warm up, and then you can do
0: your defrost. Warm up the car.
1: But right, enough about yeah, that. I want that fucking cat.
0: I want I want Dave to teach us something. I oh. want you to teach us about a production that you're putting on. Oh yes, of course. Uh, yeah, the Burma Street Theater Company, which uh, which I am a member, is uh, producing uh, a play that I wrote. It's called Laurie Picasso. Actually, the full title. And get ready. Okay. You may want to get a, a little extra on your data plan. It's gonna take me a second to say it. The real title is called Wednesday Night at the Home of Michelle Laurie. A reading of the play Desire Caught by the Tail by the painter Pablo Picasso. Whoa.
1: Whoa.
0: That's that is mouthful. the
1: full... The Legend of Ricky Bobby.
0: Exactly. Yes. And you know, part three. What compelled <laughs> you to write a title this long? Um, I have a hard time editing myself. Uh, I don't know. It's I thought that we could sort of make fun of the fact that the play is full of famous characters. Because the, the, it's a farce, first of all. But it takes place in uh, occupied Paris during the Second World War. In a fort. A uh, farce and a fort. And, well, it's in the home of Michel Lorraine. Oh. oh, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, My apologies. I, I explained this already. Yeah. Shit. He doesn't listen to people when they talk. I don't. Do. He just waits to talk. <laughs> I, do. I do. Basically, Picasso wrote a play when he was really delirious and ill. Uh, and during the occupation, uh, they got together, um, him and his friends, who included luminaries such as Jean-Paul Sartre, Albert Camus, uh, Simone de Beauvoir, and... Uh, And Michel Lurie, who's not as well-known in the United States, but he's... Various uh, existential thinkers. Exactly. They all got together to read this play by Picasso. Um, It was probably a very serious night, but when we read the play that Picasso wrote, it was so awful and (laughs) over-the-top. He's not a good playwright. Uh, So we were like, why would they get together to read this terrible play when so many of them wrote such fantastic plays? Uh, So we decided to make fun of them for risking their lives. So basically... uh, it comes out as a, as a sex farce. There's a Nazi who's knocked out several times. Uh, there's lingerie, men mm-hmm. and women, frontal nudity, that sort of thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, there's no... You're not going to see any spider farms, but, you know, it's... it's... <laughs> huh? Who do I know? Who else is in this play? Do I know? <laughs> no. I'll, I'll take that question off mic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing... I'm assuming that uh, that Jillian is in this play. No, Jillian is She's actually... She's not in the movie. play. No, Jillian's not in this one. She was in the last one. She's uh, a member of our company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but no, we, I don't know if you guys know everyone, but if we uh, Mike Bolger, Jenny Bird, uh, Tyler Jenick is in the show, Joseph L. Roberts, Dan Gordon. Wow. Uh, Melissa Powell, who you guys may not know, but when you meet her, you'll want to meet her again. She's a lovely lady. Uh, Amy Harmon is in the show. Ah, yes. Amy um, Harmon stayed at my apartment in Burbank one time for a week. I didn't really know her that well. Rob knew her.
1: Yeah.
0: Really? Her and Mike Terry. Mm-hmm. Mike Terry from Television's Bones. Oh, yes, Wendell from <laughs> television
1: film. Yes, I don't remember. I remember Mike being there.
0: I don't remember. maybe she wasn't around that much. She was yeah. kind of just crashing on the couch. I mean, I think no. she was doing stuff. She actually was productive. We were just sitting <laughs> around. Nice yeah, playing video games. She was like, yeah, whatever. I'm unemployed. Like, well, I'm doing something with my life. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> no two buck Chuck in her uh, yeah, no. nightly routine. No, uh, well, she was well, not watching well, the real world and drinking <laughs> wine.
1: Yeah, the real world. We did world several challenge. Yeah, I still watch it.
0: It's good. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Come see the show. It's at the Bootleg. It's we're running till July twenty fourth on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Wait, where oh, is the yeah. Bootleg Theater? It's sort right of in Silver Lake. It's in that like limbo construction area, uh, a little uh, east of Silver Lake. It's at Alvarado and Beverly. So if you go, oh, to okay. if you go the one on one at Alvarado, and then take a ride on Beverly. It's on the left there. It's it's uh it's a little bit of a mess. The city kind of messed up the whole area. Yeah, it's a little weird over there. But it the venue is fantastic, and there's bands every night too. Good ones. Oh, cool. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, is there any kind of website people can go to to check out? Of course, uh, BrimmerStreet dot org. That's spelled out, and I, that's that's significant. And I'll talk to the you people that didn't go to Emerson, but Brimmer Street is where I believe the uh, the theater room used to be. Correct? Or yeah, the... Brimmer Street was a building sixty nine Brimmer, uh, which was owned by Emerson. It was a brownstone in Beacon Hill, and there were four theaters in it. Uh, some of them were tiny little loft spaces that were not meant to be theaters, but there was a, a couple that were really good. And uh, that's where all of our performing arts classes were. And my se- after my second year at Emerson, they sold the building. Because they've converted all down and in... Now they're yeah, in the it's all Boylston and Tremont now, right? I mean, completely yeah. all there. So they sold all their Beacon Hill property. Um, but that was where a lot of us... Like, that's where I auditioned to get into Emerson. And where mm-hmm. we took all of our classes. So we it's kind of hijacked MFA. the name. Uh, BF, well, I was a BFA acting major. Until oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. But they sold the building, and that's kind of the last remnant of that was the last building that they had over there. That in Six Arlington, which I also worked mm-hmm. in. Um, Emerson is different now. But I know, it's a different Mario place Arlington. now. I feel like there's kind of some different kids that go there now too. Yeah, a few
1: more yad dudes, a little bit more uh, American Eagle, uh, yeah, Abercrombie, <laughs> jabronies, <laughs> some jabronies. Some... I I prefer to uh, this is just for the Emerson people. I, I want to be on Boylston and Tremont, and I want to see some sort of. Fat, theatrical dude singing some crazy song out in front of the little building.
0: That's I As, mean, as all, his,
1: all, all these like hot chicks are smoking cigarettes around him. And they love him. And he's like 19 years old.
0: That's my dream. I mean, that's, that's my that's what greatest it was. memories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Emerson. Oh, he was obnoxious. He's like, I didn't like him at the time. But, you know, <laughs> you need to have that at some point. Yep. Yeah, you sure do. It's <laughs> well, really random memories from Craig. Well, we,
0: we all remember stuff. So. <laughs> My apologies. Hey, let's end the
1: show on that. Let's yeah,
0: yeah. Alright, we'll see you guys later. Um Yeah, though well, that was that was fun, Dave. I'm glad you joined us. I'm glad you were able to tell us about Nashua, <laughs> Thank you. because having... I didn't travel to Nashua that much, honestly, as a kid, and I, I, as people know, it's well documented, I have a terrible sense of direction, and for whatever reason, <laughs> I always got really lost in Nashua, like, I don't know why, I couldn't figure it out, like, I still can't, There's no grid system, it's weird for it's me, true. I just get <laughs> really confused, like, anywhere we go, it's just like, it's just a series of random turns, like, it means nothing to me, like, I, I don't know any of the streets, I don't know anything. I think the layout is, is Grapevine style. You know, like, you've got the Route 3 right in the middle, you've got mm-hmm. a couple of parallel streets, and then everything off of that is its own little enclave. Yeah. You know, a yeah. very distinct neighborhood. I lived in a neighborhood called Crown Hill, which was right next to French Hill, which is where mm-hmm. all the French people lived back in the day. But then it turned into uh, the poor part of town. Um, but, oh, 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 we have no money, like that. <laughs>
1: yes. Yo, man, this Crown Hill, motherfucker. You better back off. Yeah, Eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Hence Trashwood.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm I remember, I, I did one time, I, I I tweeted when I got an iPhone for the first time, I was at Hollywood Billiards, and I remember tweeting like, hey, I'm at Hollywood, oh, no, Hollywood, I'm sorry, Boston Billiards, and uh, here in Trashwood, New Hampshire, and you wrote back like, hey, that's where I'm from, what the fuck? And you're <laughs> like, you're like, kind of like, I don't know if you were really angry, but you definitely like, noticed it. I was it. not angry. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Well, I was afraid. <laughs> but now, now that I finally got that up, my chest maybe we can uh, get out of here yeah i feel like i feel like a new man yeah we'll, we'll close it on out uh, i have got to thank the listeners thank you oh yeah and if you want to contact us old on the mountain at gmail.com we're on twitter at old men podcast we have an awesome facebook page where we put links to stuff and have pictures of people we have the little hall of fame section that has everybody that's oh, been on it good. it's kind of fun so you can see what they look like and we'll put pictures that are relevant Maybe I'll throw up a little Brimmer Street Theater Company logo something Ooh. like that or maybe one of the posters. I don't know. Very nice. Maybe you can send me something you want to see on there. Yeah, we can give you a production still. Someone in a Nazi costume whipping a naked girl. That sounds fantastic. Oh, yeah. I don't know who wouldn't want to see that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's allowed on Facebook, too. It should be great.
1: Oh, yeah. Anything goes. Yeah. It's the internet. <laughs> it's <man>. a goddamn <laughs> wild west. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also say like this is episode 20. Uh, we are available to be... You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you have the time, uh, feel free or please give us a honest review. Uh, click some stars or tell us what you think about it. And um, actually on iTunes, because you know, this is episode 20 and we are not, we want to keep on doing these and we want more and more listeners. And that actually helps for us to be on other pages and blah blah yep. blah. So. It'll take you two seconds. Yeah. And click if you hate stars. it, hey, you know what? Hey, any publicity is good, good publicity. If you hate it, you know, one star. We don't want to be mediocre. We just want to be
0: either awesome or terrible. So yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, <laughs> Or else. Choices. Six stars or, or none. Yeah. Oh, Fuck wow. you. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. And uh, it's been fun. Thanks again, Dave. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Come on, Come on,